Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my magical guest for today is Julie Fouch. When Julie decided she needed to take her coaching business seriously, she hired a high-end coach and learned to market like a man. She doubled, then tripled her income in less than a year, but felt drained, uninspired, and restless. Urged by spirit, she embraced her essential feminine and birthed a new way, the art of feminine business. Today, Julie teaches female coaches, teachers, and healers who are frustrated with traditional formulas how to build six-figure businesses that honor their feminine essence. Julie's clients report having clearer vision of their divine purpose, greater passion for their work, the skills to be attracting the perfect clients, and are being paid well for their gifts. Julie received her coach certification in 2006 from the Coaches Training Institute. She served on the boards of numerous nonprofits and was named Woman of the Year by the Professional Women's Network of the Monterey Peninsula in 2013. She's married to the love of her life, has four children, two stepchildren, two furry babies, and eight spoiled grandchildren. Welcome, Julie. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here with you. Oh, thank you. It's a blessing to have you with us. And I am so very excited to be learning from you today. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I love to start by asking my guests, what does sacred feminine power mean to you personally? Oh, that's such a great question. So for me, there's this space where we fall into the highest feminine energy. And that's really, it's really a sacred space. One of the the uh, things, one of the rules that I live by is that source is my source, right? So um, building my business, building my life from that place that I am not the source. I am not the source of my energy. I'm not the source of my income. I'm not the source of my abundance. I'm not the source of my wisdom, but that source is my source, And when we are tapped into that space, then the divine feminine is allowed to flow through us. And when we disconnect from that, and there's lots of practices I use to stay connected, but when we're disconnected from that and we drop into our lower feminine energies, then we become manipulative and resentful and bitter. And so it's, it's the, the effort, if I can call it effort, because it's not really effort, but the practices of staying in that connected place creates a channel for the divine to run through us. Mm, that's beautiful. Julie, I would love to hear from you about a challenge that you have faced that's really helped you to activate the sacred feminine power within you and on your path. Great question. I think that for me, it comes back to my basic core wound. And I was raised in a family where my dad raised his boys to get along in the world and he raised his girls to be taken care of. So I really grew up with this unwritten or unsaid belief that girls were not as good as boys, that I couldn't do as much as the boys. I couldn't earn as much. I couldn't work. I, you know, I had this whole thing, which led me to marry my high school sweetheart at age 18. And he was, um, 
he's not a nice person. And I spent 20 years in an abusive relationship. But really what that did is when I came out of that, I knew that if I wanted to have the life that I dreamed of, I had to do a lot of work on myself. I had to start seeking out teachers and healings and understandings. I had to give up feeling angry and resentful and revengeful. And I had to see that the power of living in an abusive relationship was learning that I wasn't broken, was learning that I was powerful, was learning that I could stand on my own two feet. And in that process of learning that, um, and and the, the teachers that I sought, of course, to learn that were shaman and psychics and Reiki masters and, you know, all of the, the energy work and all of the, the wisdom keepers. And so in that push to heal myself from the relationship, I really learned to tap into the divine. And as I've tapped into the divine more and more to see the real power that I have and how that experience has shaped me into a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing about that so openly. And I really love how you've learned to look at that relationship, that abusive relationship as one that really taught you about how powerful you are and that you are not broken and that you can truly stand on your feet. That's really beautiful. How, how, yeah. how is, I'm sorry, go on. Well, what happens to us as we go through this earthly journey is that we have people who do wound us in our life. And when we can take the meta view and look back, we can always find that that wound was designed for us to develop something in us. I, I always say that if I had married my second husband first, I probably never would have learned about my strength because I wouldn't have needed to. And so the wounding from my first husband is actually a gift. Now, on a real human level, it's still like, you know, something that I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But if I take the meta view and I can look at it, I see that he agreed before we were born to come here and be the one to wound me Mm. so that I could learn the lesson. And then I have a lot more empathy for his soul and the pain that he's in as the perpetrator of violence. Mm, Absolutely. Again, very beautifully put there, Julie. How how are these, these lessons that you learned and this, these beautiful things that you learned about yourself through this relationship, how are they supporting now? How are they supporting you now in the work that you do? Oh, what an interesting question. Um, You know, it's been a long time. So Mm -hmm. let me, let me put that out there. I've been divorced from him for 22 years. Um, And I think it just is part of the foundation of who I am. Uh, I think that, when I, when I left and I didn't leave him earlier because I actually didn't believe that I could support myself and my children. And so I think one of the first things I learned after, after leaving him is that 
I could do that. And that source wasn't going to let me down, you know, that, um, I I've had conversations with my highest self. I've had conversations with some of the masters. I've had conversations where sources said to me, um, I have never left you homeless. I've always supported you. And I think that fundamental belief that source is my source and source will always support me has allowed me to be more free in um, the things that I try with my business, the things that I do with my life, the choices that I make um, when I'm choosing to spend money or invest money. Um, there's not the fear. There's not this big thing of this has to work. My life depends on it. It's more of, let me move some energy here by doing this launch. Let me move some energy here and see what doors can open and where source can flow money to me because of that. And so I think it became like that switch from leaving the marriage where I was completely dependent on his income um, because he kept me dependent, uh, you know, big fights whenever I would try and get a job and it just um, lots of sabotage. So from leaving that to discovering that I can support myself to really discovering that it's not even me supporting myself, that when I move the energy by taking aligned actions, so sometimes in my life, that aligned action may have been to find a job. Sometimes it's, you know, now it might be, hey, I'm going to put out a new program or I'm going to teach this particular course again. Um, that that's me opening the door and moving energy so that source can move through me. And so instead of it being, oh my gosh, I have to sell this course and I have to sell 30 slots and my whole business and life depends on it and I'm going to die. And can you feel that energy, how it really contracts when you're in that space? Mm-hmm. Instead, I go into a space of, well, okay. I'm hearing from source that this is the course. And so I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to see what happens and the right thing will happen. And I'm more open. And when my energy is more open, it's more inviting to other people to join me. And it's also creates a bigger space for money to flow. So you want to be opening your energy all the time so that you can receive more abundance, more goodness, more love and respect and all the, the really juicy things. Mm, beautiful. I would imagine those are some of the, the real cornerstones of the art of feminine business. How, how, what, what else do you bring into this concept? Uh, in terms of, of business? Yes, like uh, what, what, does, what does the art of feminine business look like in, in practice? You've talked in about practice. these these different um, ways that you engage with source to make things flow and for you to open up to receive as well. What, what, what other parts constitute the art of feminine business? Yeah, I love that question. So, um, and this goes back to when I talked about those practices I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first practice um, In the art of feminine business, the first practice that I teach my clients is to do a connection every day. So um, we call them morning practices. 
sit down and uh, allow source energy to flow through you, clearing your, your aura, bringing in your highest self, bringing in your gratitudes, filling yourself with source energy. And then from that place, asking, what is the next right step for me? What is the next best right step? What is it that my business needs today? And listening to the answer. And sometimes my business will say to me, I need you to go to the beach. Um, Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, there can be a little argument, but I have three emails I have to write and business will go, no, I need you to go to the beach. And so it's listening to those whispers as well. And usually when I do that, I take my computer and I sit on the beach and the emails are much faster and easier and they flow when that happens. Um, And sometimes it's, I need you to crank out this content or I need you to follow up with these people and really listening to those whispers of what does my business want? And then employing my divine masculine. And so for a lot of female um, entrepreneurs, especially in the spiritual world, Um, it's easy for them to do the meditations, to connect with mama earth, to, to do the cleansing, but then they need to bring in the divine masculine and the divine masculine in its highest is designed to serve the feminine's vision designed to serve the feminine in bringing the dreams into physical reality. And so then it's, it's, It's what actions need to be taken today in order for my dream to come true. So after you and I are done today, um, one of the actions that I have to do is um, write a follow-up email to a launch that I'm in the middle of. And and I've already been told, here's the content. Now, there's this place of not pushing when we're doing business in the feminine. So if that email doesn't come, I'll get up and go take a walk. I'll go stand on the earth and connect with mama earth and with the energy of the beings out there. Um, And that clears the space so that the words that are meant to be shared can drop in and can come through. Uh, So it's this really sweet kind of dance between Am I doing the practices of being? Am I um, connecting with source? And then am I allowing the doing to come in, the actions? And and is that aligned? And when it's not aligned, you feel it in your body. It's like something's off and you can't quite put your, your finger on it. Now, sometimes the misalignment comes because there are ancestral beliefs. There are past life vows and contracts. There are things that have been handed down from society or your family that you're not aware of. And so we always have to look at that as well and say, okay, what's popping up for me? I was working with some clients yesterday and one of them said, man, I just feel like like something's dragging me back. Like that, that little dog from the Coppertone ads pulling on the little girl's swim, swimsuit to pull her back. He's, she's like, I feel like that's it. So, so we have to go and look at that. We have to say, okay, does that belong to you? Does that belong to a past life? Does that, is that a family belief? How do we clear that so that we, again, can come back into alignment with our soul's desires 
and our soul's mission and take action based on that. And we can take action when we're getting pulled back, but it's much less effective than if we take the time to clear that and then take action. So when I'm teaching my clients, um, you know, I can say, okay, here's how we put together a program and here's how you do a launch. Here's what you need to do to create, you know, whatever, a, a website. But if we don't do all that clearing, if we don't do that work of making sure that they're aligned, then um, things are much less effective. So it's really this sweet balance of let's get you in alignment. Let's clear out the, the garbage that's holding you back. And then let's design the marketing and the alignment so that you can move forward very easily, very effectively making money. Mm, beautiful. That resonates very, very strongly. Thank you for sharing that. And I know a lot of our listeners will also find this incredibly useful as well. Um, how would you apply these, the same energy, the same vibration and these practices to, to attracting and calling in the, the right clients for us, the solar line clients for, for us? So there are a couple of practices I use. First of all, I use a process called tribal marketing, where we actually go and look at those childhood wounds that you and I talked about a minute ago. And in the childhood wounds, we pull out some marketing words. So we pull out the feelings that your clients are feeling now. And when we talk about marketing, it's, it's a lot of what happens is we get caught up in wanting to market the transformation we provide. We get caught up in wanting to market, come home to yourself, get aligned with yourself, um, you know, take care of yourself, that kind of stuff. And that languaging doesn't work in the marketing world. What we have to do is we have to market to people's emotions, how they're feeling, how they want to feel, and then justify it to their heads. So we have to have a doorway in that says something like, hey, I know you're waking up in the middle of the night feeling small and powerless. And what you really want is to be acknowledged for your wisdom. So when you join my program, I'm going to teach you how to write marketing that attracts the perfect clients so that you can have that respect, that validation, that connection that you're looking for. Now, what I don't write in my marketing is I'm also going to go into your, your Akashic records and we're going to look at your past lives and we're going to clear up all that stuff so you feel good about yourself and you're confident and all of that. I tell them exactly what it is that their head thinks they need. And I will deliver what their head thinks they need, but I do the deeper work of the transformation. So when we're calling in our right clients, we have to understand that a lot of times they don't even know they need transfer transformation. They know they need to know how to make more money. They know that they want to know how to make their business work. They want to know how to lose 15 pounds. They want to know how to make their relationships work better. So we have to market to those things that's actually keeping them up at night. And then we can deliver the transformation. Um, so that would be the first thing, uh, just a real masculine understanding of how marketing works. 
The second thing that I do is when I'm getting ready to call in clients, I go into a deep meditation and I send out um, a spiritual call for the right clients to find me. And I send out this uh, almost like a golden light to light the pathway for them to come to me. And I do those two things before I even write any copy or any invitations. And then when I'm sending my copy, when I'm sending my invitations to join me, uh, I, I make sure I'm sending it from the right vibration. So even if I have exactly the same words, if I send out an email and I'm like, oh God, I have to send an email today that carries a certain vibration with it that's going to turn people off. So maybe what I want to do if I'm in that space is turn on some music and dance for a while and get my vibration up. Maybe what I want to do is go into a meditation and really connect with source so that I'm sending out with the vibration of, you want to come play with me. I'm the person that can help you with this problem. And and so those are the practices of really attracting the right clients. And then the, the third thing is when you're, or the fourth thing, I don't know where we are, um, is also knowing who is not a right client and being willing to say so. So sometimes we get so caught up in, I want a client that will take people who we know are not the right client. And that just it's frustrating for you. It does them no good. It ruins your reputation. Um, it, it, it creates issues. And those issues take energy from the rest of your business so that you can't be actually welcoming in the right clients. So you've got to be willing to say, you know, we've had this little conversation and I'm not the right person for you. Mm. I can't help you. And um, there's so much power in that for you and for them. Mm-hmm. For sure. Beautiful. Wow, uh, Julie, you have shared so many golden nuggets here in such a short amount of time around how to, to build and run a vibrationally aligned business where you are simply just, well, not simply, but you, you are really calling in those women or men that you are meant to serve and only taking inspired action from the right vibration. That is really, truly inspirational. Thank you. Yeah. I, I have discovered because I've been doing this a long time and what I've discovered is doing it from that place is so much easier. Mm. It makes my life so much simpler. I love having the right people show up. I, I just started this new small group of women and I had not planned to start a group program for another couple of months, but a couple of women showed up and I was like, do you guys want a group? And they said, yes. And then a couple more women joined. And it was, it was simply me listening to the vibration and listening to source say, offer them a group. And I did no marketing for it. I did no, uh, you know, I wrote no emails. They just showed up because mm. I was in the space of what can happen here. And mm. they, they reached out to me three out of the, out of the four of them. It's a really small group. It's four, which is 
so beautiful and fun to play with. Three out of the four of them reached out to me. And the fourth one was because her friend who had joined the group said, you have to join the group as well. And they are rocking it. Mm, Beautiful. And sometimes it's such a blessing to work with a smaller group as well, because you can go deeper as well and support everyone at that deeper level. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. I Um, like small groups. mm, That's yeah, I, I do. Love that myself as well. Now, Julie, if I can ask you one more question that's related to running a business and that is very much aligned with what you've been talking about as well in terms of money, what is your advice to entrepreneurs or business owners or even even people who do, let's say, coaching or healing work on the side and money is an issue? Bills need to be paid. Anxiety and worry starts to step in at some point. What is your advice around that? I love money. I could talk to you for (laughs) two hours about money. So first of all, understanding that money is an energy and money is an energy of source. So we have all kinds of beliefs built up around money and, you know, money is the root of all evil and money is... Uh, you know, women can't have money. And to understand that all those beliefs are simply false beliefs meant to keep us in our place. Um, Money is an energy. It's an energy of appreciation and money comes to those who treat it well. So what that means is if every time you think about money, you get upset and nervous and there's not enough and it means something about you, then you're going to be pushing that energy away. You want to be pulling that energy towards you. You want to be open and expansive and dancing with the energy of money. And so a couple of things that you can do, especially in the beginning, when you are just starting to build before you've hit the income levels you're looking for is to really celebrate money. I uh, keep a a little spreadsheet on my desk and I track every time money comes in, whether it's, you know, a few cents off the ground, whether it's a client paying me, um, you know, a, a refund on something, I track money coming in and that lets me really celebrate it when it comes in. And then when I'm sending it out, when I'm paying, I always try and add some love to that so that, you know, whoever's opening the envelope that's got my check to pay my electric bill, somehow they're getting that little surge of energetic love coming out of that envelope. And, and, and I, I try to pay with gratitude. There have been times in my life where I haven't been able to pay my bills. And so when I can, I'm always so grateful that money has come to support me in this place. And so really celebrating money, really uh, having gratitude for it. Um, Even when I'm paying my taxes, which is a little bit harder, (laughs) um, I have some feelings about what the government does with my money. Um, But even then, I try and send it with as much love and gratitude as I can muster. And those are two practices around money that really have helped me to expand my ability to receive. Now, the other one, which I love, is I talk to money. Mm. So I, uh, at one point, was talking to money about debt. And I was like, 
money. I can't believe this dad. How did I get in this situation? Why aren't you there for me? And just the energy was so angry. And money said, how dare you? I created an opportunity for you to get the training that you needed. And yes, I created that opportunity through credit cards. And now you're pissed at me about how I'm, how I'm coming to you. How dare you? And it totally changed my feelings about debt. And then I started to understand how debt is used by the rich to uh, make them richer. And now I'm a huge advocate of using debt well. And by the way, I, I had that credit card I was whining about, I paid it off in about six months. So it wasn't even a big deal. And I got training that allowed me to really expand my ability to work with my clients and raise my rates. So it was a really good decision. And so in these conversations with money, I'm learning about money. I'm learning about how the energy works. I'm learning about how to open myself up to create more space for money to flow through me because it's energy. It will only the, the amount of energy, the amount of money that, that goes through you is in direct proportion to how open you are to receiving it. And so I'm constantly in this practice of how can I open more so that I can receive more? Mm, beautiful. Oh, everything you said there was just so inspiring. And I, I could feel goosebumps all over my body <laughs> as you were talking. Oh, there. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Mm, absolutely, Julie. Now, if our listeners wanted to find out more about you and perhaps work with you, how would they find you? Well, the first thing is I invite everyone to join our Facebook group. We do a ton of really good stuff. We work on some opening practices in that group and it's completely free. That's at Feminine Business Magic on Facebook. If uh, someone is really feeling inspired and would like to have a conversation with me um, to see if I'm the right person to help them. And I don't take clients in unless we've had a conversation uh, because I want the client to have the right coach. I want me to have the right clients. So they can do that by going uh, to my website at juliefouch.com. And, um, and actually, they can do that on Facebook as well. Just send me a, a private message and, and uh, request time with me. And we have a free gift. So you can get some of those practices that I talked about with um, the wise witch guide. I think that's what we're calling it. So some, I think there's five practices uh, to really open you up to receiving more. Mm, I like that witchy name. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. It's, it's time we all claim our witchiness again. You know? Oh, absolutely. We are all magic. We are all magic creatures. Indeed, indeed. And, and witches have always been so good at utilizing that power of inner alchemy and, and really working with energy and vibration to change our reality. Yes, I, I love that. We've been good at the inner alchemy. And mm -hmm. I think there's outer alchemy too. I mean, that's where the actions come in. 
you know, there's the, the interchanging and then like, what's the alchemy? Like, what are even just the words that you use? And I'm, um, I'm really strict with my clients because they'll say things like, well, nobody wants to hire me. And that's a spell. Like if you're Mm. saying something like that, that's a spell that you're putting out in the world. Um, You know, and we need to change that language to, um, I'm opening the doors for my right clients to find me. How much more powerful is that spell than the other one? The doors are open for my clients now to come. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that is such an important point for us to always be careful of the words that we use. Beautiful. Well, Julie, I could absolutely listen to you for two hours, (laughs) but we do need to wrap up at this point. But thank you once again for joining the Sacred Feminine Power podcast and for sharing so openly so much of your wisdom and so much of your beauty and power. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you, Julie. Now, everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our awareness and our intention on this magical energy that's been activated. And imagine sending this energy to everybody and everything on our planet to remember that we are all one and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, the more quickly our planets will also ascend and heal. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being here.